Do you enjoy the idea of taking your favorite characters from comic books, anime, games, manga, and bringing them together, joining them in harmony to create something beautiful and interesting in a gaming situation? Well, if you do, then you've come to the right place, my friend. Welcome to The Cross Zone. Hello out there, all you wonderful people. This is Andre the Game Idea Guy. Thank you once again for lending me your time and your ear listening into episode 10 of the Cross Zone. Final fight on the streets of rage, and this is something I have been wanting to do for quite a while. But I just hadn't gotten everything together, and some of my resources were a little bit divided at the time. But the Cross Zone is finally back um, and utilizing different editing software which was the major component to how it looked before and it may look a little different now for from now on and into the future because I don't have the same software that I was using before which was Windows Movie Maker back then and how I set it up it just it worked well enough with that but since I don't have that I'm doing things with my current editor and trying my best to make them worthwhile to the people that are watching and hopefully enjoying this. So, let's get into it, shall we? As it's already been stated, this game will be a combination of Final Fight and Streets of Rage. Um, not something that should have been all that hard to figure out with how I titled this. There would be 10 playable characters from Jump. And there would also be some unlockables because I prefer unlockable characters over DLC. There would also be two introductory stages or missions, because that's what we'd be calling them for this particular game. They would be missions. One that involves the Final Fight cast and the other that involves the Sheets of Rage cast. Players will be able to choose which one they want to complete first. And then they'll immediately go to the other afterwards. Stages are played as missions, giving players the option to change their characters between levels. The game takes place after Cody has become the mayor of Metro City. And after the events of Streets of Rage 4. So the starting cast for the final fight cat and crew is Cody, Guy, Maki, Lucia, and Kyle. Kyle Travers, to be exact. So just in case nobody knows, but I'll explain him a little in a little while. The starting cast of characters for Streets of Rage would be Axel, Adam. Blaze, Cherry, and her uncle Skate. So the gameplay style of this game would be very similar to that of Streets of Rage 4, but I would replace the stars with a super meter to pull off the star specials from Streets of Rage 4. So it would be something that builds up along the way, kind of how Final Fight 3 had the super meter that was almost identical to that of Street Fighter 2. Super Street Fighter 2 Turbo, to be exact. 
Um, all characters would also have their own super, super moves, very similar to Final Fight 3, that will require the use of the whole meter for high damage. The locations of Metro City and Wood Oak City are in close proximity to each other for this particular game story to work. Now, <clears throat> I'm going to dive into the story that I kind of came up with to get things going. Um, hopefully this is enjoyable for you because this is going to be a little bit long-winded and there's a lot of explaining that I have to do from my part so that it is worth it for you guys to listen. So, the Y Syndicate has been laying low since the defeat and incarceration of Mr. and Ms. Y, the children of the notorious Mr. X. While locked away, they'd meet with one of the lieutenants of the famed Mad Gear Gang. Damned. Otherwise known as Thrasher in the US and I think on the Super Nintendo. Maybe just the Super Nintendo version of it. Um, he offered physical protection to them, recognizing the prestige of the Y Syndicate and his predecessor, predecessor organization, the original Syndicate. The wise appreciated Damned ensuring their safety and also let him in on a plan that they had to escape. For eight months, their lackeys coordinated with their own inside men to bust them out. Damned used some of his old contacts to see if he could get together the Mad Gear Gang again and get it up and running, preparing to be able to leave. He'd gotten a small army together of old Mad Gear gang members and Skull Cross gang members. And them merging together became the Mad Cross gang, hoping to once again take over Metro City. On the flip side, the Wife Syndicate was already handing off money to corrupt politicians and dirty cops to make their getaway as clean as possible from Wood Oak Correctional Facility with the help of Dave, the former Skull Cross double agent, and the Wise, the Wise and Damned were busted out of prison and escaped with negligible resistance. So, like, their plan worked pretty well. They didn't run into too many goody-two-shoes cops, and the ones that were stepping up in a way got dealt with red-handedly. So among the first to hear about this escape was Skate, who's now a detective following in the footsteps of his older brother, Adam. He's given the task of investigating and bringing a close to this particular case. Skate makes a call to Adam to get some help with the situation. In Metro City, Lujia is hurrying to Mayor Travers' office to inform him that Damned has been sprung from prison. She arrives finding that Cody's younger brother, Kyle, is in his office already reporting this very situation and is looking for answers of what they're going to do about it. As soon as they are speaking and trying to make a plan, Special Forces Agent Adam Hunter enters into Cody's office. Knowing that the mayor's experience uh, dealing with mad gear would be useful and considering his own experience with the syndicate, he came to offer help and see if they could work together in order to amend the situation. 
His hope was that their combined efforts would get both gangs wrangled back up and taken back to prison for good, quickly and efficiently. From this point forward, a joint task force was formed between Metro City and Wood Oak City to clean up their streets once again, headed by Mayor Travers and Adam Hunter. So that's the basic outline of the story and synopsis for how it gets going. Um, you guys can let me know what you think about that when you make your comments. Um, and if you listen on any other platform besides YouTube, leave a comment or a message behind and let me know what you think. I look forward to hearing it. But moving on. <clears throat> In addition to the starting roster that I provided, there would be a few unlockable characters for each company. Characters that can be met and added throughout the game, needing to be found in certain levels by the player to be able to use them. They are found on alternate paths and stages. So for the final fight hidden characters, you have Dean, and he must be defeated in an underground fighting ring in order for you to unlock him. Rolento, who must be defeated in his military compa compound for you to fight him. I mean, play as him. <laughs> and Mike Hagar, who must be rescued from the Mad Cross gang in one of their bases. See, all these things are optional for you to do to unlock these other characters. But it's a beat-em-up. And it's one that's supposed to have multiple paths. So I can see that people would spend a lot of time going through the multiple paths. Now, the Streets of Rage hidden characters would be... Estelle, who must be found while on an undercover mission and helped in order to be unlocked. Shiva must be defeated in his dojo to be unlocked. And then you got Max Thunder, who must be found in the Wood Oak Stadium to be unlocked. Now, this will give you a complete roster of like 16 characters to be able to play as. The game would be best served having local multiplayer up to four players as well as online co-op up to four players. All of that said, I can get down to the game modes now. So th this would have several different modes. The first would be story mode. Play the game through with all of the different story elements and story beats and the story changes depending on what paths you take during the story mode which would actually add a lot of replayability to it and you can save in between the levels that you're playing arcade mode is just to play the game from start to finish without the cutscenes. you cannot save between the levels and unlocks after you play both this on this mode unlocks after you play both introductory missions in the story score attack Let's you select any of the levels that you have played to up to the highest di difficulty you have defeated the level to see if you can get the highest score. Battle mode lets you pick any of the characters that you have playable in your roster, meaning those that were there from the start as well as the unlocks to play against each other, much like the battle mode in Streets of Rage 4, where you can have either human or AI controlled opponents. Online play lets you jump into the story, arcade, score attack, or the battle modes online with other people. Online settings are based on the host game settings. So whoever's hosting the game 
the settings will be set for how you like to play normally. So that will be taken into consideration when you pick to start the game up. Gallery would unlock after the story mode has been completed for the first time. It shows character, character and production artwork, unlocks the game soundtrack for listening and viewable rankings. Extra mode, which would unlock after the game has been completed in arcade, for the first time opens up cheat options such as unbreakable weapons, a gun mode, AR, AI partner in story, arcade, and score attack, a retro soundtrack which is selectable by level which means you can go into this mode, I mean into this menu and choose which levels would have the retro music play in them. Then you would have infinite special attacks infinite super meter additional character palettes rename characters and enemies which is something that's i'm familiar with from streets of rage remake but it was also something that i believe was inspired by rival turf from on the, the snes because you could use a character cheat code you could use a cheat code after you got a high sco score to change the character names and the last thing would be scrap the levels like meaning stuff that was meant to be put in the game but is incomplete so you can't actually finish the levels but you can get an idea of what the design philosophy was and how the levels were supposed to be played well you could finish them but you won't get like you know a completion for them which i think would be nice to add in for people if they're interested in trying that type of stuff out now, for me, all of these options give the game a lot of replayability and will tickle a lot of different fancies for different types of players, making the game more fun overall. Now, obviously, this production would be in conjunction with Sega and Capcom, but the teams behind the game would again be .mu and Lizard Cube for the most for most of the development. And seeing how great Streets of Rage Four is. Even though it does have a few flaws, I think that they could make a really great game if they were given the opportunity by Capcom and Sega. Now for up to me, as the stages completed, whether in story or arcade, between the stages players would be able to switch characters with similar, very similarly to Streets of Rage 4. But the main difference would be that the bosses and mid-bosses of this game will all have different dialogue depending on which character player one is. Cody would get a different set of dialogue from Abigail than someone like Axel would. And Blaze would get a different set of dialogue from Barbon than Lucia would as examples. This would mean that every playable character, even the unlockable ones, would need to have full dialogues for all of the major enemies. But these dialogues will only happen when someone is playing the game in story mode. Arcade skips all of this, so it's not necessary for it to be there or worried about. And on, honestly, for me, that was an annoyance with Streets of Rage 4. Because there was no point to the arcade mode because it ran you through all of the story, which made it feel slow. An arcade mode should have played more like Streets of Rage or Final Fight originally did. But without all of the stop and story beats. That's it. 
Now, for story purposes, for the first level of the final fight side, you play as Lucia, who is trying to bring down a group of criminals that made a run for it as the Y-Twins and Damned made their escape. The first level of the Streets of Rage side has Skate arriving at Wood Oak Correctional very shortly after the escape happens to help bring the prison riot to a hush. Meaning that these two events could be happening at the same time. They're just in different location, different spots at the same location, basically. So, I think that that would be a good way to get people in touch with the game and to help them understand the gameplay and mechanics. And I would keep them very much like Streets of Rage 4 outside of a couple small changes that would blend more Final Fight elements into it, especially the elements from Final Fight 3. This will give both the Final Fight and the Streets of Rage characters more moves and attacks. And to me, that would be a lot more enjoyable anyway. So, I would sit down and really talk about the different enemy types to be put into this game. But both series have decent sized rosters so they could pull just about anyone that they want to into it. I'm just not certain as to which mid bosses and bosses I would want to add outside of Abigail and the beta day because both have annoyed me and I would want to pummel all the crap out of them because they are that annoying to me. But that's really just my own personal issue with that with those particular characters especially Abigail. Um, so with this I think I'm going to just go ahead and close out the discussion. So leave comments of things that you think would be good to add or even just list off some of the characters that you think would be good to fit into this as far as like the enemies um, or even come up with your own ideas for newer enemies that could fit into the game that may not have been in either Streets of Rage or Final Fight. I think that that would actually be interesting and I may do a follow-up video on some of those character descriptions and dialogues if people take me up on that but um i have thoroughly enjoyed getting back into this uh i i honestly had trouble getting myself motivated to get back to doing it mostly because i didn't want it to sound so vague and boring but i also didn't want to overload people with a lot of stuff for a returning uh, to this particular format but i have a ton more games that i want to do crossovers for and if anybody has any suggestions that they would like to make i'm all ears and ready to hear it out so um thank you everybody that took their time to sit through me rambling and talking so much it was great to be able to do a new cross zone episode and i do want to do more of them i want to get this back on track to have it if if in a perfect world i would have one weekend would be the cross zone and then the next weekend would be the game my dear foundry talk and I would want to alternate them back and forth. One, to keep my ideas fresher. And two, because I can always extend content off of one from the other. Depending on 
what is talked about in each one. Um, but I haven't figured out what the follow-up is going to be to this just yet. I have several in mind, and I, one one involves Ninja Gaiden and Shinobi, but I have not uh, settled on one just yet. So you'll have to forgive that particular issue. Um, <laughs> but I, I, I really did enjoy getting back into this, and thank you guys very much for listening in. Keep your eyes and ears out for more stuff from me, and until the next time, enjoy your games. Peace out, everybody.